Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. I feel real good, man. I smell incense. Yeah. I got water. I just hit a couple pull-ups. Yeah. My body is feeling right. The sun is beaming. Chick. I got on some electric scooters yesterday. <laughs> Life is rolling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm here with a very special guest. He's starting to become one of the regulars on. I had to get him his own uh, segment on the show or something. Yeah. So I'll let him uh, tap in real quick. Let y'all know what's going on. What's going on, family? Ken K here once again, chilling with my brother, discussing <laughs> some very important topics. Very important topics. What's up? What's up, man? You just got back from Memphis and all of that. Ah, yeah. We ain't seen you in a minute. Was it like 120 degrees with 100% humidity? Was it? Man, man, draws stuck to your leg. Man, back sweating so when you get out of the shower, <laughs> you sweating, bro. You got to have one of them towels. I don't care if, you, if you're not fat. You need a towel. Hey, what are you talking about? The, uh, the, the, that's usually a fat man oh, yeah, staple in the summertime. The little towel. Right, man, the fat boy towel. The little medium joint. Oh, that little stanky motherfucker over his shoulder. <laughs> Keep it moving, yeah. I, I need one of those. Dude, we call it the the Fat Albert special right there. Right, one in the day, one at night. Man, man, for real. That's what's up, though, man. I got to get back down there, man, so I could ASAP. Yeah, see, see my my good folks in Memphis. Mm-hmm. So, man, it's plenty of stuff going on today. You know what I'm saying? Been going on the past few weeks. It's a lot to cook up. Mm. I want to talk about something because you know. This dude really, I don't know if we've seen this before. I don't know if we've seen this before, bro. This Kanye run, bro, oh. that he putting together. No. I don't know if we've seen nothing like this, bro. I haven't. We're talking about executive produced albums and his shit five consecutive weeks in a row. Right. We started off with Push, Kanye, mm-hmm. Kid Seagulls. Yep. Nas, yep, and then Tiana Taylor this week on the way, and then they even talking about Sai High coming out soon. Sai High coming out now. I also heard about a damn uh, what's it? You know the good music. What was it they did the Cruel Summer last time? Right. So something winter. And they did Cruel winter. Yeah, they got yeah some other one coming out. So Kanye having a run, my dog. He is. He is. I think I'm 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 happy for the boy, man. Cause I always said I think. He speaks the best through his music. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's the part, the spot where you know you're most comfortable. Or for an artist, you know what I'm saying? Right. It could be on their canvas, in a booth. You know what I'm saying? On that basketball court, wherever you know you expressing yourself. I feel like that's where we get to see you as you. Right. And uh, I think a lot of the stuff that people was mad at Kanye about, he got to talk about whether it was his bipolar. His drug addiction and stuff on his album. Right. And then getting to see how he really feels uh, about, you know, police shootings and stuff like that on the Nas album with the, uh, you know, cop shot the kid. Right. So it was, uh, I think it was good, man. It's been a great run for Kanye. Happy for him, man. And uh, I don't know, what you think of this run? I think he set it up properly, man. Even even with the antics, like beforehand leading up to it. The song he did with T.I. The song he did with T.I. Like, everything came into play. Like, he playing that shit properly. And, um, 
Like you said, I'm happy for him. Shit, he, he tried to really break some records and set some records. And then, you know, when he said, man, on that on that diamonds, I could have swore I smashed Then Big Brother Jay came through and kicked my ass. Uh-huh. Like, I think they're similar with, with shit, with the Carters coming right back out. And, like, I think really obliterating all of it. Obliterating? <laughs> okay, That's okay. strong. Okay. That's like, I was like, that's, that's a little strong, bro. Obliterating. <laughs> I like I like Beyonce, bro. I don't know her bars did that much for me. <laughs> so, oh. I was like, I don't know, bro. All right, maybe they will. Well, all four of them, I think. I don't know. I had tweeted something. I was like, bro, I just think I think all those albums serve completely different purposes. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you talking about hardcore drug dealer rap or push. Mm-hmm. You talking about, you know, Kanye with his ego and you know Hollywood tripping right you know with him you got kids see ghosts on some light rock pop you know what I'm saying vibe type music yeah, Nas with his pan-Africanism you know see. what I'm saying and then you just talking about like you know it's, it's love you know it's like a love you know black wealth type of album with the Carters type of joint so it's like right I feel like I'm in like completely different moods when I'm listening to all like five of them CDs we just talked about. I agree. And you know what I'm saying? All of it's necessary. Yeah, each, all of them. Each one is each necessary. Each one of them Because I don't even keep it real. Like, I heard the J and uh, B joint. And I was like, it's three joints I really listened to. The, uh, what was it? The 713 Black Effect and uh, Nice. Those was like my nice. three. Dope. Those my three go to like joints. But the rest of them joints. You probably only gonna hear me playing if I got a lady in the whip. <laughs> and that's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, that's just, that just me being for real. Like, there's, there's, all there's of them fun. other four, the ones Kanye played, those are joints I'm playing by myself, like, yeah. when I'm in my bag, yeah. like, consistently. Now, if I'm trying to get in her bag, okay. nah. <laughs> that, hey, that makes sense. Nah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think, I, think, I think it's just been a great summer of music, bro. Definitely been a great summer of music. All right. And, and we winning like we the listener ain't got nothing to be upset about. Not at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something else that's coming out too, man. Um, Drake dropped the end of the month. Yes, Scorpion. That's Drake. That, the end of the month. Is this something man, else too? Hey, that him and little baby, that brand new whip got no kids. <laughs> when, when, when? <laughs> Bitch, I'm little baby. Taylor, my clothes, no starch, please. Yeah, yeah, man. So wait a minute. So let me. Uh, you gotta rank them right quick, bro. We're, 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 for the good music joints, what you think is your four mm. in order? Well, you know what? I um, I think it wouldn't be fair because I really haven't listened to the Cuddy. Oh, okay. And, um, but I mean, for the three you did listen to, three for the Push, three. Kanye, and Nas. I I would have to put Nas first just because. Um, because of who Nas is and the way it put me back in my zone like that right. black excellence and confident black man I'm a Virgo you know black Kimmy God come on. black Egyptian God <laughs> oh, yeah. summoned from heaven <laughs> hey when he came on that shit with Puff Dog. I was like whoa talking that shit yo shit. black you know, Kimmy God yeah. been doing this nigga been talking about Balenciaga like I was wearing this shit y'all haven't heard of it and I'm overseas eating shit you never heard of um, and still on my black man you know what I'm saying? Whew. King shit. So I would put Nas first, and then I would bring in Ye. Okay. And then Pusha. Uh, and that's, that's reasons for that, but yeah, Pusha got to come last, man. Out of those. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I mean, even on the straight line, I love, like, and I see people say all the time, like, 
comparison is like the death of appreciation. So I don't want it to be that because I like all of them joints. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still listen to all of them. Right. But if I had to put them in order, I'd probably just swap. I might swap. Uh, nah, I think Pusher was probably my second favorite one. So I say Nas, Push, Kids See Ghosts. And then yay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. If I had to. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like I said, you know, it, it, it could be moves and stuff. But I like, like, you know, push down the hungry on his joint. I thought he was still in Virginia slanging them, <laughs> yeah, slanging them bangs. <laughs> it's like he did. I don't know. I, and that's that's what I think so dope about what Kanye did, bro. He like his production brought whatever it was we liked about each artist. Like mm-hmm. I felt like it brought it out of him. Like when I heard that, I don't know where he sampled for that third one that uh, "Comeback Baby." Um, like I don't know if it was a church like sermon or something like. Joint. Yeah, he said, and you you on that hair on, and you just can't leave that meth alone. Yeah, and then I was like, oh man, he came in there crazy. So I think Kanye just did a like a great job of just bringing out what we loved about everybody. He did. That. You know what I'm saying that. The way he came on there with the Nas shit with like that godly feel yeah. for that first track and Puff on there. And then even for his joint, you know, with the music that we love, like incorporating all those different singers right church, and yeah. different instruments and stuff like that. Like I always love when he bring Uncle Charlie back out. Mm. You know, Uncle Charlie was mm-hmm. dope, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I'm, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited to hear Drake shit. I ain't, I ain't get to hear what you thought about that, bro. Like, about, you know, you was out of town, like, with Drake and Push, Push and Jay Prince, you know, stepping in. I still don't think. See, I think I think Pusha T kind of took from Pop, like going all in, talking about forty sickness and uh-huh. I'm talking about bringing up kids and shit, letting secrets go there that was supposed to be on the reps, like uh-huh. with him being on the same Adidas label or just being in the industry, you right. wouldn't know that about Drake. Right. So you went there with it and then almost made Drake, it'll seem like Drake will be responding to it on the album that's coming out, although he already spoke about it. Mm-hmm. So he, he, he took some jabs like that, but still, man, when Drake talked that ball shit, bro, when he talk about nigga, you you younger, you uh, older than the nigga, you running behind, and like I shouldn't even gave you my time. He talk about like all these accolades, bro. Like father had the stretches, like Drake still murdered him. Uh, bro, I, like hey, opinion. I said I said I didn't say he murdered him, but I was like, bro, <laughs> to me, I ain't think Drake had nothing to hold his head about. Like no, regardless no. of what you think about, like I was like, bro, it's. It was facts in what he was saying. Right. Like you know what I'm saying. Even like when we was talking about what uh, who was it? Damn, uh, the blackface and all that that oh, they yeah, had on yeah. on right. uh, you know for his cover. You know right. it was for a, it was for a line that I guess was doing a year right. for black actors. You know, cool. And then the rest of the stuff was like rumor type shit. You know right. what I'm saying with the kid and then you know the other shit. All of it. But like he was it, reaching. Yeah, but it was like if you came on it. Well, he said father had to stretch his hands to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He I, said I pop style on thirty hours and let him repeat. Yeah, I was like, you know, <laughs> it is like, bro, you might have sold dimes for uh, college kids and uh, for Nikes and Mercedes, yeah. but you act like you sold basketball in the, the 80s. 80s. I was like, yo, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it was man. dope. It, it, 
like that nigga could rap, bro. Like yeah. the nigga could, could he rap his ass his back, off, bro. Turn his back around. He was like yeah. acting like he made the boy when I was trying to help the guy. Yeah, like, he addressed the shit you said about Quentin too, and, and at the same time said yo 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 the guy who make your beats did the same shit. All right, that so, I did. Yeah, so I, I'm interested to see what you think about him. Who? Nah, that's what I, that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, I'm interested to see what you think since I wrote the records for your man. Right. And what was so crazy about it is that he actually wrote for this one too, the Yay Joint. Did he really? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, he had writing credits. He had writing credits on uh I think it was Yikes. Man, push yeah, push it, you lost, bro. <laughs> I think, and then he said, "I'm gonna send you an invoice because we help you sell another twenty thousand. Like for real. Like Drake fans probably went out and purchased this man's shit or downloaded it just so they can hear right. why Drake was upset. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or going in at him. And I mean, yeah, Drake was rapping his ass off on that shit, bro. And then I, I understood what Jay Prince was saying too when yeah. he was like, "Yo, like you know." You don't want to step into that when you start talking about, you know. Because when you start talking about families, it's like, you know. It is, you know. And if, you know, it was like he said, like, that ain't really Drake character. So it's like, ah, you know, I get it. Because I've been in, you know, I've been in situations like that, too. Where it's like, you know, your OG said, like, yo, stand down. Like, you don't need to. And Jay Jay Prince is the boss of all bosses. Yeah. He wanted them boys. Boy, send somebody at your ass. Right. So don't act like it's a game pusher. All right. Right, right, right. And then, uh, you know, we couldn't even act like, honestly, that wasn't stuff that's happened before. Like, I remember uh, people forget about that kind of stuff, bro. But Nas had, I don't even know how many verses on Ether. I think it was like three verses, maybe four. But it was an extra verse on Ether that he took out because Fat Joe told him to take it out. Because it was like some shit like he was like, nah, bro, like you can't put that in no song. Like, mm. like it was like that disrespect type level. For real. Yeah, and then Diddy had talked about it too. He was like, you know, he him and him and Biggie had a song going back at Pop when that whole thing was going back on. And then he told Biggie, like, nah, don't release that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Same thing with Jay. Jay had a song going at Pop back then. And I don't know who told him not to. It might have been Guru or one of them back there. They said, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, mom's, uh, Jay-Z mom made him apologize mm-hmm. for the Nas shit when he had said something about his daughter. So, right, left, left yeah. in the baby seat. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, bro, like, you niggas can't act like motherfuckers don't listen to their OGs. Like, that's just, you got yeah, that's just how it go. You know what I'm saying? So, that was interesting, man. So, I'm... Uh, I'm excited, man. And you look like the bigger man. Like, you really don't deserve this. Deserve me responding to you, bro. You ain't got as much bread, bro. You ain't got much credibility, bro. You ain't got many records, bro. Like, none of this shit. You don't win on no level. Yeah. That 40 shit was fucked up. Yeah, it was was fucked up. (laughs) That was fucked up. Fucked up. I don't even think he'll beat Drake in a fist fight, to be honest. So. Hey, damn. You think, what you call it? You think Push can serve him up with the ones? Man. Think he'll beat Drake in a fist fight at all. Drake look like he know karate. Man, or some he shit. do he better be better. <laughs> that nigga been rich for a long time. Hey, he Drake know karate or some shit. Yeah, him and Jay Prince hit the equinox. Yeah, so I'm interested to see what you say about since we on some uh hip hop shit. Tragic that I still don't know how to pronounce my man name, bro. Oh, X X Tension. He got one of the hardest to pronounce names in this shit, bro. But him, the uh triple X. Yeah. He uh, was shot, fatally shot, coming uh, and shit around his own neighborhood. Right. And uh, it was despicable, bruh. 
the way it was filmed by some of these people that was out there looking at the car, putting them on Snapchat and Instagram and all this other kind of stuff. Right. You know, it just seemed real crazy. But it's like, that's the kind of era we in. But I just felt bad for the boy. He was only 20. Uh, so I want to get your take on it, man. See what you thought about this. Because there was another rapper, too, uh, Young Wapo or something like that. Right, he died. He was signed to Taylor Gang. Yeah, from Pittsburgh. Yeah, he died, too. But I wanted to see what you thought about, yeah, just the whole climate of the hip-hop shit with the young boys. Because, you know, trolling is at an all-time high. The internet shit is at an all-time high. Young boys posting guns, talking crazy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So to see something like this happen uh, with a young man, 20 years old... <laughs> In this hip hop shit, I'm interested to see what you got to say about that, bro. Man, first and foremost, um, rest easy, uh, X. Um, my condolences to your family, but not and, and not even to sound insensitive, but man, niggas die every day, b. Hmm. Like for real, like this been going on consistently. I'm talking about every day, like nigga, nigga, man, nigga died down there every day when I was in Memphis. Mm. I promise you. And shit don't get posted in all of these like young guys. Right. So I mean, although X was a, is, is a great artist that we held very near to our heart, especially the younger kids, even the kids that we taught. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They play X every day, like kids going through depression. Kids like right. it was like that that conscious one of his era. Right. Going through some things. Yeah. So I I, I commend him on that, and, and I'm sad to see go because he definitely had. If you get acknowledged by Drake and you, and you feel with Drake and Drake still, you know what I'm saying? Show love. Yeah, acknowledge, yeah, right. It's like something to be said about that. Um I just I think it's fucked up. Even even what we've been seeing where we's like, man, look, y'all kill X in Florida or whatever, and George Zimmer is still walking around that motherfucker. Mm. You know, it's like, man, what what do we focus on? What are you what are you doing? How are you hating? What are you doing then? Not only that, I don't even know if a nigga killed him. Like, Lil Bro really had a message. Like, mm-hmm. Bro had a message. He was always speaking positivity. He talked about the government. He talked about um, to be yourself and be free and be liberated. All of the things that they don't want us to be. So, shit. Mm-hmm. It's quiet, but kept, government could have knocked him off. Mm-hmm. And he spoke about that, too, like you said. Talking about being sacrificed. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, bro. Like, because for me, I think... Uh, I actually, because I know, uh, it seems like it's in a time where, like, these, the young boys seem to feel like, you know, or they watch this stuff. I don't say they feel like, but they see they see the trolling, you know what I'm saying? They see the wild shit that happens on TV, and, you know, a lot of them take part of it. We've been talking about it with the 6 9 kid and him talking crazy, and a lot mm-hmm. of people just feeling like they can't be touched. And uh, you forget, like, these is like regular people, bro. A lot of them is just regular people. Like, everybody ain't Jay-Z and Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody can't afford to walk around with security. You know what I'm saying? At all times. So, like, this shit is real. And it's real life street shit that a lot of these boys be coming out of. You know what I'm saying? Getting into, you know, a rich man's industry or industry where they can become rich. He should have had somebody with him still, though. He's a millionaire, man. Yeah, you know. That hurt, too. But uh, and, and then it's like, but then you know I asked you this like it's like at what point like, cause he was popular, but it's like at what point don't you need the security? Or do you need it at all times? Like, cause this man you talking about at home, you know what I'm saying? You almost feel like at home, right? Absolutely. You know you might be good, but then Boosie had talked about that. He said those would be some of the ones that hate you the most. Yep, yep. 
very true, man. Feel like they can get you, man. Um, shit, you see, I see Too Short ride around by himself and shit like that. I guess it depends on what caliber artist you are mm-hmm. or whatever. But even then, man, motherfuckers hate you because you smile right. or, or see an opportunity to rob you. And I think they said that they, the guys who robbed them took a Louis V bag or pouch or something. Mm-hmm. Like, what could possibly be in there? It's not millions of dollars like you take a man's life over some petty ass chump change mm-hmm. or like I said it's all type of it's all type of levels to that shit of, of why he could have died or who killed him etc so like in at the end of the day it was fucked up and too many people dying every day too many young brothers dying every day ignorant shit and he wasn't even that type of guy you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he could fight. I seen him in several fights. He jacking. <laughs> yeah, he's jacking, dog. He he won for the bullshit, man. But like he ain't he ain't youngster. He ain't black youngster. He ain't motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Uh heavy count. <laughs> like, <laughs> nigga got straps, nigga got murder charges, and we'll blow your ass off. And you got people with you to do that. All right. But when you talking about these young sensitive emo artists and shit like that, that ain't about that, man. Then yeah, they they finding a way to cope with whatever it is that right. they dealing with. Right. Right, I feel you. So let me ask you this too, then, because this was something that was going on heavy today. They was talking about, um, you know, well, he had. Uh, I don't see how you could uh, feel bad for somebody who had like beat his girlfriend or, uh, you know, had uh, you know beat up fans who had said all these types of things and yada yada yada. So you know, my response was. At the end of the day, bro, that man was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. We ain't get to see that man at his full potential. Right. And we got to see, like, even as he was passing the last few months, he had been working towards being a better person. He had donated $100,000, I think, to a, a domestic violence mm. uh, spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Talking about he wanted to be a better person. He was 20 years old, bro. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, when we was 20 years old, like, right. you know, we didn't think the way we do today. Right. And, you know, uh, I seen someone post something on Twitter, and he was like, it's crazy how people expect uh, for you to be this perfect type of individual when, you know, you in this youthful stage as it was like uh, at 20 years old, you know, Malcolm X was a pimp, mm-hmm. you know, a hustler, you know, probably was a woman beater. And, you know, shit, he was a pimp. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> said, you know what I'm saying? They said Maya Angelou, if she was 20, uh, if she died when she was 20, she would have been a uh, she would have been only known as a prostitute and a single mother. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when she was 20, that's what she was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't allow people to grow. Um, you know, you're doing a disservice to the world, really. You know, especially when you see someone moving around the right path. But I feel like, man, today you almost couldn't even have no Malcolm X or Maya Angelou because folks, they get too attached to who you are and, you know, what you've done. And, you know, it's like they don't allow for growth. Well, they also know? weren't in the, in the limelight. Like, yeah. They weren't that accessible. Yeah. And people don't get to see you grow. Mm-hmm. And which get, creates more pressure and more depression right. um, for these young kids growing up, man, and everything being seen. Like, even with us being high school, middle school, you know what I'm saying? You got your ass whooped. Right. Like, we didn't have camera phones like that shit. Like, right. people remember ass whoopings for the rest of your life, world star, et cetera. Right. And, man, that creates more pressure, more. It's, it's, it's crazy. And like I said, man, kids are more emo this day, mm. these days. Uh, more in tune with their feelings. Letting go of, like, 
some of the shit that we grew up on far as 90s hip hop and shit that made us hard and I mean essentially real men right in a sense but but even then looking at that time period the way men treated women as far as um, bitch ho Dr. Dre music and shit like that right uh, was still in my eyes today wrong mm-hmm. you know so they didn't experience that and now I see like even teaching the kids that we were looking out there like they viewed everybody as equal how how a man was or a boy was so quick to hit a girl or right. it was like, like bitch we equal and <laughs> and and you you would do the same to me and they just so emo man like they really don't suppress their feelings and they act on emotion immediately mm-hmm. which causes a whole nother level of chaos mm-hmm. and it, it's it's crazy man I, I think we really ask it's older generation need to reach out and, and make an outlet for these people to talk and shit that's what people like X do mm-hmm. he, he did that for a lot like they ride it on Melrose the other day they had a memorial for him yesterday really yeah I'm talking about thousands of people bro like I didn't even know that thousands of people on, off Melrose man for memorial for X man um, police officers came out sprayed tear gas and some more shit like they rode for dude and he had a, a quote unquote cult following and he said I don't want to call it that man y'all my family and like you said he he was changing towards mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the end of his days to become a more positive person and recognizing his mistakes that says a lot that's that's tough man yeah it's like you said man I hate to hear about that shit with anybody right but uh yeah you gotta allow these babies a chance to grow man Man, rest in peace, man, to all all of the lost and unmentioned young adults that we've lost in the last year, two years, three years, man. Like, overall, uh, rest in peace. Your soul and your spirit won't be forgotten because I know somebody will remember you. And, and, and those of us who are living now, please do your best to make your mark in this world, in your land, whether it's through art, culture, through your actions and how you make other people feel make your presence known on this earth cause shit we don't live forever and I think that's why our art is so important at wall man cause we really gotta put out how we feel cause shit when we gone <laughs> right all I'm gonna be able to do is if you know if you don't lay it down bro I can just express the conversations that we've had you right. know what I'm saying but if you lay it out there bro the whole world can hear that's a fact that's a fit act so before we go any further, make sure you check out uh, Imani Shani's YouTube page. Imani. Imani Shani. I-M-A-N-I-S-H-A-N-I. She got plenty of new content coming up for y'all. Uh, follow Get Far Magazine, G-E-T-F-A-R Magazine, on all your social media platforms. And uh, we're going to have a lot of dope stuff coming up for you soon, so... Please stay tuned. Please do. Bruh, I might have seen one of the dopest things in my life, bruh. <laughs> this is nigga activity at its finest, but guess what? Sometimes you just got to be a nigga. Yeah. I seen this motherfucking do-rag fest that go on in Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. I seen this shit last week posted on Instagram, and I was like, word, this shit crazy. And then my man's... Shout out to Alex Payton. Yeah. Sent me a damn video of homegirl with the damn do-rag wrapped around, but that shit fell to the floor like a damn James Brown cape. Mm. I was like, oh. Mm. 
was like, I might have to pull up on this one, man. I might have to pull. Up. I'm, I'm mad my hair long right now. I can't really fit this shit, shit under no do rag. Get your cunt going, there. hey man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I had to braid this to get it twisted or something yeah. at nighttime so I could throw that do rag <laughs> on top of it, bro. So, yeah. yo, what's like, you know what? What does the do rag mean? Bruh. The to the black, <laughs> to the black, to the black community, bruh. Dude, the, the, the what is what is the do rag? Is that like what the kilt is to the Irish? Shit, you know what? No, not even. Because uh, the the kilt the kilt to the Irish is is an accessory, uh, or just a, a piece of clothing to represent their culture. Man, the, the do-rag for us is like, nigga, the stocking cap star. And I'm talking about like Malcolm X wore stocking cap. You need to cut the pantyhose and make the knot at the top to lay them waves down. It was it was for us to be beautiful the next day. Right. For us to lay our hair down and it's in order to create waves like everything. that No other culture need a do-rag, you know? All right. Like, if you're wearing a do-rag in another culture, unless you, unless you like... You don't need it. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. <laughs> We we really used we it. Yo, hey man, I never yo, bro. Like first off, y'all gotta look this up. It's called the do rag fest. I'm yeah. talking about niggas was coming with velvet do rags, mm. leather do rags. You feel me? <laughs> Crushed velvet. <laughs> Sweaty <laughs> head, boy. Hey man, I'm talking about yo python, nigga. Yeah. All types of do rags, nigga. We had a, a <laughs> The pimps had the gator do rags with the gators to match with the Stacey Adams. (laughs) Nah, but yo, I gotta pull up on this. But bro, like one of the dopest things, bro, was when you first get that shit, you get whatever type of wave grease you was using. Lay them holes down right before you go to sleep. And you try and get the do rag on, but not too tight because you ain't want your line too crazy. Right, right. (laughs) Right before you went to school, it wasn't nothing worse than walking in there, Look and that line was just in there for most of the day. I oh, was yeah, like, no. oh, nah. you had to flatten it out. Like, yeah, I, to, I, to, I, I never, I never was sloppy with it, man. Um, one of the homies came home from jail, and he was like, "Man, we used to put the." Um, he said, "I tie mine in the back. You know, if you don't, you can have a little line in the crease in the back of your head and right. separate your hair." This fool put a, 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 a playing card. He put a playing card in between the, the, the tie up in the back so it won't create the line. And it's like, it's always too. Like I said, not only is it was it essential for our um, appearance, right. but also it became an accessory right. over time. And it, that's us. That's black culture. Bro, really. it became, I mean, I remember, I mean, it was a wave. I mean, Durag's always been popping, but it was a wave. I want to say like early 90s, bro, mm-hmm. the mid 2000s. When you had like G Unit niggas, where. <laughs> They had the bulletproof vest and the do rag. Niggas was wearing the do rags underneath the ball caps, like headbands. Yo, with the headbands, it was like if you wasn't dope. And then I think Nelly, I think Nelly might have been the first one I seen with like the two tone joint. I don't know, with the same lunatics. Yep, they came out with the half joints. I was like, man, Man, I got some do rag stories. Uh, What's the the J? Renegade uh, when when he talked about the do rag waves under the do rag. Bruh. All these niggas ain't yeah. talking about bro. fucking Nas got a song called Do Rag, bro. Yeah. Ain't that the first joint on uh the purple not the purple tape, the uh, lost tapes. Yeah. Called Do Rags. 
do rags in Canada, like yeah. bro, like everybody. If you's a black man, bro, it, from the waves to if you had braids, right? You got a do rag yep. story. Waves, braids, dreads, man. You Sip got a do rag story, bro. So shout out to the do rag fest, shout, man. That's, that's black excellence, bro. That's black excellence, <laughs> man. We should have created that shit. Yeah, that's black excellence. Shout bro. out. We going next year. Yeah, bro, I'm. We're going. Nigga, yeah, what? <laughs> I already love Charlotte because they got the CIAA tournament. All the like, the Charlotte like really live. So I'm down for that. And uh, I gotta, I gotta hop into this real quick. Well, this is a short one. So Creed two coming out. You seen the first one? I yeah, definitely okay. seen the first one. So I'm excited about this man. I think Michael B. Jordan on a good little run, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for. Uh, you no know, young black American actor, yeah. you know, really Wally, doing it big. Wally. Yeah, doing it big. Him, Chadwick, you know, they yeah. all out here really doing their thing. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to him. The trailer looks I'm dope. coming. I promise you, I'm coming. Yo. Let that be known. Hey, I'm in the gym, too. Yo. Acting skills superb. We're coming. You're going to be, uh, you're going to be, uh, yo, bro, you might as well play. They got Drago, son. You might as well be Mr. T, son. <laughs> 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 Hey, you might as well play Mr. T, son. Oh, hey, you, already, yo, you already got, like, the mohawk on, bro. We got to oh, throw some chains on you. <laughs> throw some chains. You already, yo, bro, you get big in the biceps, cold, too, nigga. Cold blood. Yo, cold. you get big in the biceps, bro. So you bagging on me? Yo, nah, I'm saying, bro, you might as well, bro. I'll be your trainer. I'm going to eat What was, uh, what was what's his name? I'll be, uh. Mickey. What was, what was my, my man? Throw in the towel. I'll be his son. Throw in the Throw in the towel. Man. I be his son, bro. So I be the trainer. Yo. You get in there, man. Right. You know, I'm trying to play Joe Lewis, though. You, man, whoever's creating a film about Joe Lewis, I don't care if I have to do it myself. I know Re- me and uh, Reason and myself talked about this. I do need to do Joe Lewis, bro. Joe Lewis, that's a movie. That's essential. When I was really fit, I was hooping one day, man. You know how we be checking in Memphis and shit. And be like, man, what's up, man? Joe Lewis looking at me. <laughs> Like damn, bro. Yeah, I always thought too, bro. Like I think the best athletic movies is the sports movies. I mean, not the sports movies, but the boxing movies. The best yeah. athletic movies. Like those are the best ones. Like I, it's been some good basketball ones. Some, you know, some good football joints. Right. But like a good boxing movie, bro. Like Southpaw, Creed. Yeah. Uh, shit. Even uh, what was the other one? Uh, Great White uh, Hype. Yeah, Great White Hype. <laughs> you know, even the funny. Shit, the you know? Hurricane. The Hurricane. Oh. Denzel, they, they sleep on Hurricane. Hurricane, mm-hmm. bro. Someone was saying like that. Uh, we was having an argument like between the Hurricane, Malcolm X, and uh, and Training Day. Mm. Like some people were saying, like those was like his three best acting jobs. Mm. Hurricane, and then you know he got the joint for Glory. I think he got supporting, he got best supporting actor or something for Glory. But yeah, someone was telling me like they thought that yeah, Hurricane, Malcolm X, and Training Day was his three best acting jobs. Mm. And it's like, I mean, it ain't really no wrong answer, bro, with that man. Like you know what I'm saying? It's not. It's but like those is three quality. I mean, I think it was a very. It was like man, a lot of different. Malcolm X as well, bro. Yeah, yeah it was. But shit, I mean, you just bringing up Hurricane, though, bro. Yeah, I forgot how good yeah, that shit was, was. He acted his ass off in that film and was really in touch. And that's one of the things I always respected about Denzel was like, bro, this man like was not afraid to play 
no type of strong black man, bro. Right. And he didn't compromise himself. You know what I'm saying? Right. He played a strong black man in every role. And I think that's what, to me, that's what added to his allure. You know what I'm saying? Right. What made him so dope is that he could always play that type of role. And we still look at him you like. Know you know why he got training day, though? Why he won training day? Because he's, he's a prestigious black man, mm-hmm. right? He's a prestigious black man. And when he's auditioning or when he's doing certain things, no one would assume to him to be that gangster. Right. You understand? And and like even with me, when I present myself in a certain way on an audition, they don't know I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. They don't know it. Like, you might put me in a gangster role, I'm going to kill it because that's right. me. Right. I don't know where the fuck Denzel came from, but it's right. easy for me to do that. Just like it's easy for Samuel Jackson to do that because he comes from he comes from that. <laughs> bro, is Samuel Jackson really a hood nigga? Though? Like, bro, I don't know. Like, bro, is he? Like, he went to Morehouse. Before Morehouse? Bro, from Tennessee. Oh, I didn't even know that. Man, bro, from Tennessee, bro, man, raised around pimps and whores. And motherfucker? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't say motherfucker that well without <laughs> shit. Motherfucker? Show ass out here with the motherfucker did not do it <laughs> that well without. So I think they gave him that Oscar, or he earned that Oscar based on them assuming that he didn't have that shit in him mm. to be that goddamn gangster. I mean, bro, I don't think nobody. I don't think nobody argues with the fact that he should have gotten a war for it. Yeah. I think we all just say, "Oh man, that shouldn't have been his first one." No, it shouldn't. Yeah, have, it that's shouldn't a, have not that's been. all. Because Training Day was an awesome movie, bro, and it was because of him. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think you could have thrown a lot of people in there, bro, and it would not have been as good. Nah. You know, so for him to do it, I mean, I couldn't think of anyone else right now uh, that that I would have liked to see. That I think you just you can't erase it now. Nah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. We can't unsee that. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we can't unsee it. Nah. Oh man. So uh, since we on Samuel L. Jackson, bro, for real quick, what's his what's his top three motherfucking roles? Ooh. <laughs> Jackie Brown. Oh, yeah, Jackie, put Jackie on there? Jackie, Jackie Brown, I ain't ready that. Motherfucking Beaumont. He said, motherfucker, I get high at night. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Brown, uh, man, I want to say Pulp Fiction. That's just such a, a cult classic. Uh, but that was. But he, no. That uh, was amazing. A Time to Kill. Clearly to me, number one. A Time to Kill, for sure. Clearly to me, number one. Man. I think I keep your same ones. I think I got who? What you said? You said a time to kill. Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, and I might say, damn, uh, uh, it's a. I liked it because it showed a different side of it. But Soul Brothers with Dale, uh, <laughs> with him and uh, Bernie Mac. But Bernie Mac, <laughs> like you know, some comedy shit. Yeah. Like he held that shit down. Like I like that shit. I loved it too. Because it showed his right. Because I mean, he was always a funny type dude to me. You know what I'm right. saying? But he could just. You know, he could just straighten up real quick, though. That right. motherfucker would be like, you know. And what's funny is, we, like, I wish we had a list of his films, because it's so many that we've probably... He's by it. you, bro. Oh, see? <laughs> so I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. So many different roles, man. I, shit. I won't even do I won't even do a disservice. We have to pull that shit up, and we don't have time to. But dude, yeah, bro. He, he a bad motherfucker. Him, Don Cheeto. Between Don Cheadle, Samuel Jackson, and Denzel, yeah, definitely my favorite actors. Do you know who I think slept on too, though, bro? Is uh, what's my man? Nate Parker. Nate Parker, Love yeah. Nate Parker. I think Nate Nate Parker. I think the only thing holding him back, like some of the other ones, is like body of work. Like they just ain't did enough movies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, my man's with the crooked eye and shit. Oh yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> you a dirty. <laughs> 
Hey, bro, that's my man. So, but now nah, I was thinking about it, bro, because I was thinking about Dan, because he not one of the type of dudes either. But Ghost Dog mm-hmm. and uh, The Last King of Scotland. Yep. I love those two movies, yeah, he bro. Did that, I love those two joints. He man. was in Great Debaters as well. He did, man. Great Debaters. Shit, Denzel was in Great yep. Debaters. Oh, sh- resolved. <laughs> like, man, yeah, you can. That his role, his man. Denzel said, "You beat the slave." Right. In prison. Oh man, that was one of his top ten. That and that training day speech at the end. Those might be mm-hmm. two of my favorite ones he gave. I too am America. Mm. That shit. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. So anyway, I mean, we got all off, but shout out to uh, Creed. Uh, we on, we on, baby, we on. <laughs> shout out to Creed, man. Yeah. But uh, this is sound like yo. Nas said, "Watch who you getting pregnant. That's long term stressing." Jesse Williams, my dog, greatest Grey's Anatomy. Mm. The memorable BET speech. Mm. Mm. Black Lives Matter activists, you mm-hmm. know, all of that. A lot of, lot of things under his name. My man was paid, I mean, ordered to pay $100,000 in child support and spousal support a month. Mm. Not a year. A month. $1.2 a year. We looked up his uh, net worth. I found $8 million. You found $12 million. So it might be somewhere in the middle. Right. So uh, they treating him like he Denzel, man. It's like I told you, I think Nasir got, I mean, you remember that whole thing with him and Khalees when yeah. she was trying to get like 50000 in a year. What, a, a year? That not was- a year, not a year, a month. She was yeah. trying to get 50000 a month. And he was like, hell no, you ain't getting 50000 a month. So he fought that shit. And I think they got that reduced down to like 10 or something like that. Man, yeah, but you talking about shit. Nas got ten platinum albums, hella businesses. Like right. Jesse Williams got Grey's Anatomy, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's not the main character. Yeah. He's not the main character, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's not even his show. Oh, it's not his show, bro. So I heard that. I was like, God damn. I was like, nigga, a hundred thousand. Yeah. I don't even know if he making that much off that show, bro. Per season. Damn. Like that's. That's a little bit crazy, but this is like why I think I'm not gonna say that's the reason why a lot of you know people ain't getting married, bro. But I'm not gonna say that ain't part of the reason why people ain't thinking about it. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like one, if you a breadwinner on either side, whether you're a man or a woman, right. if you a breadwinner and you gonna have to worry about someone trying to take shit more than what they need, right? Oh, that will deter you. You know, from linking up in that contract. That's why I think, you know, Dave Chappelle said what he said. He was like, yes, I am married, but I did not go to no courthouse. Mm. I have a wife, <laughs> but I will not be going to a courthouse yeah. to get that done. You know, so I don't know, man. I really, I think that's, I think that's a big thing, bro. I think the, I think that's a corrupt industry, bro. The same way a lot of these other ones is. Food, right? you know, everything else, bro, like that they run. I feel child support, the hospital, shit. You know, you just talking about that. Like, I think it's another one of them industries, bro. So, it's like, bro, what, what is enough, bro? Let me ask you that. (laughs) What's enough? Motherfuckers don't What's need my business at all. I'm ready to grow off grid. Like, really, bro, we can go ahead and buy this fucking little look. We can buy our land. We have water grid, fucking gardens, all that shit. Like, fuck them. We really don't need them. Midwives, etc. 
crypto coin. <laughs> like we got our icon on if you want to. Bro, I forgot who I was reading. I know one Master P's old wife had came through act talking about like she can't, you know, she can't do such and such no more. Yada yada yada. Master P said she better get a job. Oh. Yeah, he's like them kids grown. One like right. <laughs> Romeo and all them ain't little no more. Like right. them kids no. is grown. It's like yo, you're not finna be eating off of me. Like she you, can't do nothing. In yeah, like you know she can't live the life she used to live because Master P ain't supporting her and all of that. And this is like, bro, y'all not together, bro. Right. Like oh, you know what I'm saying? I thought he was with his wife. This nah, I mean I don't know if he been married more than once, but I know Romeo and I think his his, his younger sister oh, or maybe yeah. older sister, they mama right. Is Masterpiece ex-wife Okay And she's still trying to get money Oh baby girl please And he was like Nah I think Corrupt Just got hit with some shit like that With his wife And he was like Hell no She need to get a job Right You was only getting paid Because of the kids Right You better mind Right 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 Or, or nigga, You was getting paid Because we was together Like right. you know what I'm saying You was getting taken care of So Yeah I don't agree with that shit bro Hell nah But then see It's like okay well if if you that type of man, you that bread, would you, do, would you carry on your family like that? Or like, if you if let's say you have a child with a woman, mm-hmm. you're not with her anymore, but y'all still friends, mm-hmm. you know, and you know you're a multimillionaire, and mm-hmm. she she helped support you throughout your journey. Um, are, do you feel obligated to help her? I feel obligated to help her. Uh you know, definitely while my kids is there. Like to no, me, to me, yeah. I mean, to me, it's to to this extent, bro. Like. If you had, if you was the mother of my kids, bro, you always gonna have a place to stay, nigga. You gonna have a house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One like them, that's gonna be taken care of. Now, in terms of like you want extra money for this and that and that, like nah, like my kids need a place to stay if they want to see their mama. Like mm-hmm. you know, if you need help with like food, you know, I even keep the bills on. That you yeah, have. you know what I'm saying. We gonna own that house, like cool, but like. You know, paying for you to get hella bags and you know what I'm saying, hella vacations and all that type of shit. Like, nah, we can't. Yeah, like we not we not finna be on no shit like that. Cause if I'm still got to get it, shit, you still got to get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's just fair. Like, I think that's just fair. And I'm all about shit. I'm all about being like white folks with the money these days, bro. What's that? Them niggas be like having fifty million dollars, bro, and be living in a regular house. Like, oh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nigga, I don't need, like, you, you know, I don't be talking about you need a mansion or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We can move down south and do that, though. Yeah, nah, I'm saying, and that's cool. <laughs> but I'm saying, don't be in, like, L.A., my nigga. You trying to be in, like, Beverly Hills, the motherfucking right. Hidden Hills, mm-hmm. Calabasas and shit. Right. And it's like, bro, like, nah, we not on that type of time. Nah, baby girl. Yeah, we not on that type of time. Like, bro, like, you talking about. Motherfuckers is living in regular houses, bro. Some of these folks, like, not like regular houses, like they ain't nice. But it's right. like, yo, this is a, a family house, right. nigga. We living under our means, like we good. Like, don't come asking for the gusto, like shit. <laughs> don't come yeah. asking for the gusto. House so big, a dinosaur can run through that. Yeah, I so. think that's why a lot of those artists still stay in Atlanta and shit like that, man. Still stay in yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. Right? You just buy property in other places. Oh hell yeah, I'm spoiled, man. Fuck that. I need it. Yeah, bro. Space. I mean, why not, bro? Why not? That's all I'm saying. You know, you know, you invest in other things. You know, until you get to a point where it's extremely comfortable. You know right. what I'm saying? Are you renting shit out? Like, and the shit paying for itself? Assets. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So. We gotta talk about that too. Assets and liabilities, man. Enough of us don't know. Yeah. They well, are. we can get into that with this with this Acon shit. Ooh. Smack that, smack that. All on the floor. <laughs> 
Hey, so for real, I've been a fan of Akon since Locked Up, man. Him, Styles P. I've been a fan of Akon since Soul Survivor. Him and Jeezy. You know, Akon is one of those. I think he's one of those timeless voices. I think I, I think throughout hip-hop, you go through, like, pockets where certain dudes is, like, handling the hooks for that time. Almost like producers. Right. Like, you got, like, little circles. So, we had a Nate Dogg era. Yeah. We had an Akon era. We had a T-Pain era. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We had a Lil Wayne era. Yeah. Like, and he was giving verses and hooks. Yep. Tally. You know, yeah. You had, you know, Thug was doing hella hooks. Oof, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think, you know, you go through these pockets and like that Akon pocket, bro, was real. Like, you know, he became a legend yeah. when he held it down. Like Ice Cube said something on uh, Undisputed the other day. He said like all artists, like they basically got like a three year reign. Like you got a three year pocket, like where you set up yourself as like a legend. Like where's the fine? That don't mean that you're not great after that. Right. But it's like in those three years in that pocket, like what you do, like defines. Damn. Almost who you are You know what I'm saying Damn that's heavy Yeah so uh, You know when you think about this shit it is a lot, It's a lot of folks like that That they had it You know a nice three year pocket And it kind of like just Catapulted them to what they was mm. Or what they are So shout out to Akon man Cause I always used to love him on them hooks man. Right But I mean I let you dive into it man Like but talk about You know the crypto This crypto city Man, it's, it's hey, Akon. I, I just read about it today, man. Akon, um, <clears throat> definitely a um, trendsetter and a man of the future. Even with him uh, providing shit over thirty thousand um, solar panels for his city, mm. um, creating energy. Like I said, being self sufficient and self sustainable, um, he did that. Um, even with like, shout out to Jay Z for uh, helping Africa with the the water pumps and everything mm-hmm. but so now I think what um, the president of Senegal gave him like over uh, 200,000 acres to create a city and they're gonna use their own crypto coin um, called Acoin 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 uh, so they no longer have to depend on the government and they can create um, a source of <clears throat> shit energy that's transferable yeah, within energy. the city alone to grow. Energy currency, man. You bring in, you bring in, uh, uh, basically power back to Africa. I think that was one of right. the things they had yeah. used. They bring in power back to Africa because that's one of the things, honestly, that you know Gaddafi got killed for. Yeah. You know, back in the day, because he was trying to get Africa under one giant economy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That they would all control all the African nations, right. and they ended up taking him out because of that. So. Akon, like, I think it's smart what he's doing, like, something on, you know, it's on a smaller level, but the same, you know, theory. Yeah, just the city starting out. It's yeah. right outside of the capital of uh, Senegal. Yeah, Carmen. and ain't nothing wrong with that shit. Like, you know, Gaddafi was playing with, like, hundreds of billions. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, for Akon to do what he's doing, you know, I think that's dope. He getting, they said, what, 2,000 acres of land donated to start the city to break ground. And I, I think that's big because I think. 200,000? Yeah. God damn. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't know a lot about land like yeah, that, but that's a lot of acres. Yeah, I, let me make sure. <laughs> yeah, fact check that one. There's a big ass difference between yeah. 2,000 and 200,000 acres. But 200 acres. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think it's dope because you're bringing the future to Africa. And I think, 
that's one of the things I've been talking about recently uh, up there at Skyline at this college with, uh, you know, their administration. It's just getting our kids uh, more immersed in technology. Like, we just got to know about shit. Right. Like, our problem be a lot of the times that we find out about the shit afterwards. Or, like, now it's 100 million smart cities made. Right. And now we're trying to make one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. As opposed to getting in there and on it early. Right. So I think, you know, for a black man like Akon to step in there and do a smart city, this shit is going to be solar powered, electric mm-hmm. power, everything from the cars to the public transportation yep. to the uh, food to like everything is going to be ran, you know, through energy. You know, through self-sufficient, you know, energy, I think is dope. And I think it's crazy how stuff line up, bro. What you mean? But the last, not the last one, but the one you and Maya was on here for in November, Mm. we had actually talked about the smart city that Bill Gates is making Mm. in Arizona. Right. So he started one with $80 million. That was one over there in Florida, like maybe Six years ago, five for years real? ago, like right past Florida, I guarantee, bro. They've been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's dope, man, to get some big names behind it. I think, uh, I think it's only a matter of time for one of these like big cities, like become one of them type joints, and they really start switching everything Probably. over. You already I think San Francisco. Yeah. I was about to say, I was about to say, yeah. I think they, <laughs> they got too much shit going on for it not to be there. Way too much, and then Elon Musk, country ass. Are you nah. from, he from Texas nah, or some shit? No, nah, he not. I just wanted to uh, say that. <laughs> I was like, he look, no, matter of fact, he from Europe. Yeah, I'm tripping. he's not even from over here. Yeah, he's from but Europe. He, he He's, man, advancing on it real fast. Shit, Elon Musk said, fuck Tesla. He said he's starting to work on the uh, planet and <laughs> the Mars shit. Right. right. He, said, <laughs> he said, you're stuck here in 2018. I'm finna start working on this uh Outer space shit. This this where we were wrong. It was two thousand acres. Oh, so I said two hundred. Yeah, and I you said, said two hundred thousand. Two thousand. Okay, <laughs> boom. There you go. The shit. That's still a lot of land. Hell yeah, that's a is. lot of land. So that's a lot you can do with man. So shout out to Acom man. Mm. And you know what? Damn, that shit crazy. Elon Musk talking about the Mars shit, and then uh, your boy Donald Trump talking about a space force that he's starting. He's starting is a military, really? a military in space. See what the fuck he watching. See, <laughs> hey Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, you know the dumb shit about Donald Trump though. He gonna be the first nigga to tell us some shit we wasn't supposed to know. Yep, yep. He gonna be the first one. Yep. He like, yo, he said, you know, all of this fake news. But why? Why didn't they tell you about the aliens? Right. Why didn't they tell you about that? <laughs> okay, we gonna be like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> Try to cover his stuff. Right. Like, okay. Right. Yeah. So, yo, man, I'm just waiting for what it's gonna be. Little I can't. Hands, little hands, there, man. I can't wait to see. So. That's pretty much it, bro. We didn't cover everything, man. Did we really? Yeah. I appreciate you uh, coming on, bro, unless it's something we missed. Uh, But, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to 2018. Great music. Shout out to my boy 10 Stacks, man. He dropped another project. Yeah, 10, man. Bro, I see you, bro. Shit, man. Salute. Yeah, if they only knew it was God, that's my track off there. Come on, man. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not light-skinned. Yeah, I'm not (laughs) light-skinned. I'm hey, a black I man. Yeah, I see your stacks. Yeah, so let's. Hey, you, you, you pulled that out there. I didn't, you, there was no promotion in I didn't even know it was coming. He just, yeah. He, he, he yeah. Did that. I said, um, Charlemagne said it, man. He was like, yo, man, release dates is overrated these days. He said, yeah. just just drop it, man. Salute. As soon as it's done, man, just drop it. I feel him. So yeah. I think, yo, the, the consumer is getting used to being surprised by shit. So. Yeah. 
Hey, let's drop some shit, man. Let's drop some shit, bro. So, uh, you got anything you want to say before we log off, bro? No, nah, man. Um, man, be on the lookout, man. Earth Tones Productions. Um, like, like everything is coming. Be on the lookout for uh, shit. Um, Premium Roots, the EP. Mm. And and we're growing. We're growing, man. Me and my brother connecting. We're getting better. We're getting smarter. We're getting stronger. We're getting wiser. And we love him more. And we just really displaying the energy to the, to the world. And shit. Big facts. That's that's all that needs to be said. Everything else will be done. And you shall see it when it comes. Big facts. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Premium Roots EP. A Get Far EP. Yes, sir. It's on the way, man. So, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. With that being said, let the sun come down on you and let your inner sunshine light up the dark times. Move forth with positivity, love, light. Tell someone you love them today that you haven't spoke to or have spoke to. Yeah. And be the best you that you can be write down your goals follow through akuna matata niggas peace yeah